Radio Mix, broadcasting to the world from the south of Spain. Good evening and welcome to It's a Way of Life with me, Steve Goody, on Radio Mix 106. I want to take you back, back to the summer of 1965. The British beat of the Beatles and the Stones had ruled the airways on both sides of the Atlantics for nigh on a year. And we're at the height of the swinging 60s with London at its epicentre. Visitors flock to Carnaby Street and the King's Road like a moth round a flaming miniskirt, and British music is perhaps the most vital thread in this tapestry of British fashion. However, away from the charts, a new revolution is happening. New bands are emerging that wanted more from their Vox amps, which are always blowing when turned up to 11. In a tiny shop in Hanwell, West London, Jim Marshall realised that these kids needed more power and set about inventing rock music with the Marshall amplifier. Pete Townsend of The Who was one of the first customers. He channelled the pill-driven testosterone of The Who's audience into acts of violence against his Rickenbacker guitar, and in the studio, he possibly invented the sound, now labelled Freakbeat. there with Anyway, Anyhow, Anywhere. The next band started out as a skiffle group in Leeds. They released this track as the B-side to Just One More Chance, which was a blue-eyed soul track. This is The Outer Limits with Help Me Please. (laughs) 
Freakbeat actually wasn't coined until 1984 when the record label Bam Caruso exposed the underbelly of obscure 45s and LPs. The label's owner, Phil Smee, is credited with coming up with the term as he needed a way of describing records that sounded wilder and more threatening to the British beat but hadn't yet been exposed to the strangeness that would charm acid rock and psychedelia. One of the latter bands to record a Freakbeat record was The Fire. In 1968, they released My Father's Name is Dad.
Next up, West London band The Birds, featuring on lead guitar Ron Wood, who later went on to join the Rolling Stones. From 1965, this is No Good Without You Baby. <laughs> amazing about the scores version of the old Beatles hit Please Please Me is how advanced it sounds. You've got to bear in mind that it was released in 1966. Jimi Hendrix and Cream were still just a flicker in the public's consciousness and this five piece were already dabbling in psych, prog and hard rock. Last night 
1966, the Monkees recorded a song written by Bobby Hart and Tommy Bruce. It was released as the B-side to I'm a Believer. That same year, a UK band also released the same song. I'll leave it up to you to decide which was the better version. I have my own mind. This is The Flies with I'm Not Your Stepping Stone. Human Instinct, hail from New Zealand, but in 1967 they travelled halfway around the world to catch the spirit of swinging London. They released a cover of the Birds Classics Renaissance Fair with this next track, Pink Dawn, as the B-side. Wondering if you're going to be there today. What's in the around is all you see. 
Come On Back from the autumn of 1966 by Paul Ritchie and the Crying Shames is one of the most exhilarating British records of the mid to late 60s. A riot of manic vocals, frenzied guitar and florid organ player. This is pure freak beat. The next band evolved out of the mod band The Soul System. They went on to release a number of freak beat and psychedelic 45s in the late 60s. This is The Attack and Any More Than I Do.
Cockney-speaking Greeks and a lone Brit. Doesn't sound too impressive, true. And this trio only recorded one single. The A-side was a tepid beat ballad called Friends and Lovers. But the new breed, they lived up to their name with the B-side. Unto us. They're closing in on me God, what can I do? Send down for 20 years Now I'm leaving it on to you I'm leaving it on to you Seventeen-year-old Shell Naylor only released one single. It's called One Fine Day. But the songwriting credit of Dee Davis is the first clue in unravelling this hidden jewel of British beat. Further investigation reveals that it was none other than Kinks guitarist Dave that penned the song, and Jimmy Page plays guitar. Shell Naylor was a pseudonym for uh, Rob Woodward, the man behind 1970s band Lieutenant Pigeon.
fine day. World's hit music station. Before renaming as Majority One and relocating to the European continent, The Majority released eight singles on the Decca label in the UK. This is the excellent B side to their 1966 release, Simplified. This is ma- The Majority with one third. One third of your life. Like his friend David Bowie, Mark Field was always going to be a star. At first, the North London teenager switched his mod roots for a spooky debut single called The Wizard, but his follow-up was of much, much higher pedigree. Before finding fame and fortune with T-Rex, this is Mark Bolan with Third Degree.
Next up, a cover of a Donovan song by a member of Marty Wilde's backing band, The Wildcats. Produced by the Animals guitarist Hilton Valentine, this is Keith Shield with Hey Gip, Dig the Slowness. I'm Leaving is a sublime understated B-side of Chess Hunt Band, the Mark IV's third single issued in the summer of 1966. What makes this record is the subtle use of feedback guitar by Eddie Phillips. The Mark IV were to later mutate into one of the Freak Beats' finest, The Creation. This is the Mark IV with I'm Leaving. Thank you. 
can't really mention the creation without without now playing one of their records the b-side to paint the man released in 1966 this is biff bang pow
After being replaced by Ian McLaggen as the keyboard player of the Small Faces, Jimmy Winston took one of their songs, uh, it appears on the first album, and set about recording his own version. This is Jimmy Winston and his reflections with Sorry She's Mine. premier beat exponents, the poets, were quick to discover the delights of psychedelia in 1967. Previous records released by the band on the immediate label were produced by Andrew Luke Oldham and on their fifth release, Baby Don't You Do It, by uh, Paul Raven, later known as uh, Gary Glitter. This track, however, released on Decca, was produced by Eric Wolfson, who went on to be the co-founder of the Alan Parsons Project. This is The Poets and Wooden Spoon.
We've already had a song from a band from New Zealand, and just to prove that Freak Beat was not just a UK phenomenon, the next band howl from Israel. The Cedars up sticks and moved to the UK, where in 1967 they released this track. Thanks a lot. already had a cover of a Beatles song today with Please Please Me by The Outer Limits. Time for another one now. Uh, this is a Birmingham band whose only crack at the big time unfortunately failed. From 1966, this is The Loose End with Taxman. <laughs>
another band from Birmingham now who unfortunately had very little success, which might explain them emigrating to New Zealand to record Social End Product. Before the Blue Stars went, they released this, the B-side to their lone single, Please Be A Little Kind. This is the wild, the raucous, I can't take it. listening to the show tonight as much as I have recording it. Join me, Steve Goody, with It's A Way Of Life next week on Radio Mix 106 where I'll be hitting the Soul Trail again. Playing us out tonight, Timebox, who by the way had a great blue-eyed soul record out in 1968 with Begging. This, however, is a great Fruit Peak track. Poor little heartbreaker. Good night, everyone.
from the bad. 